Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Shiran Weitzman, the co-founder and CEO of Shield, an Israel-based regtech software company that focuses on workplace intelligence for compliance professionals. Hi, Shiran. How are you? Good morning, Ari. I'm fine. And you? I'm great. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Shield. My name is Shiran, as you pronounced. I'm uh, 44 years old, father of three, an Israeli by uh, origin. I live and I was born and live here in Israel. And I'm the CEO and founder of Shield. In general, I've been working in the sphere of uh, financial services technology for the last 20 years or so in various positions. I started actually from R&D and all the way up to sales and being an entrepreneur in this field. The story of Shield, or as you pronounce it, the genesis of Shield is uh, quite interesting. So prior to Shield, I had a small consulting firm where I was helping financial firms, financial institute to address their let's call it wider regularity challenges or requirements, uh, mainly with software solutions. So I was helping them choose and integrate a very complex software solutions. And during this time, I was working with one of my customers and he had a challenge to resolve an electronic communication compliance demand in the US, right? It was a, a CFTC requirement. And the problem was it looked relatively simple from first glance. And in reality, it turned out to be a very complicated one with eventually a multi-siloed solution stack that we needed to purchase and to stack to each other. And taking this long, uh, long story short, it took us over two years, actually two and a half years to implement such a project. And in order to resolve this and to say, yes, you have a solution in production and you can uh, inform the CFTC that you are compliant. And it was an expensive journey and very long. The funny part of it is that after two months, two months after we went to production, one of the vendors, one of the communication vendors, simply changed some of the structure of the chat. To be very blunt, they just changed one comma. And this little thing in one of the XML, by the way, and this little thing completely crashed the system. And it got me amazed how come we are investing so much money and taking really a very respectable firms implemented, right? Really top tier firms, software solutions. And eventually it doesn't provide what we should have or what we were expecting from a solution like this to result, you know, at a quality solution. (laughs) It took me thinking. And three months later, I closed my, uh, this company. It was like mid 2017. So I closed my consulting firm and I partnered with my old friend and the co-founder of Fear. And we started Shield. It was a garage thing in the beginning and really started to hire and to, uh, we had our first office. This is the first sign, right? Of a real company in the December, 2017. It actually came from a necessity that I saw in the field. Fast forward, we are currently a team of 60 and scattered or located in Israel, which is our main office, as well as in the UK and the US, mainly London and New York. What's the main challenge in financial services communications compliance that you found? There are multiple challenges here. There are challenges with data 
it's unstructured data by its nature, the electronic communication. It is, and it's, and it's, it really changes from medium to medium, right? Uh, WhatsApp is different than Microsoft Teams, and which is different than Zoom, which is different than Bloomberg chat, right? So it's unstructured by its nature. It's siloed. Each vendor have its own way of doing things. There is no one standard of communication or how to capture a communication uh, outcome. And of course, each data solution is a point solution. Bloomberg has their own thing. Thomson Reuters have their own things. Voice recorder have their own thing. Each one is a point solution, which ended up with uh, financial firms having tens of different point solutions that are capturing each of these elements. So that's one problem. The other problem is, uh, or challenge, not problem, challenge, is that is a rising number of new communication channels, right? And bringing new complexity and new requirements coming to each firm. When we're talking about, you know, all these collaboration platforms, Zoom, Teams, we're talking about the social media channels like WhatsApp and WeChat, we heard, yeah, work from home. I guess we will talk about it separately, but work from home brings another complexity to communication uh, compliance. And I think beside that, we are talking about the quality and completeness of any of these solutions that uh, uh, the bank implements, which to bring it to practicality, it turns out to be a very uh, false positive driven solutions, which is providing a lot of alerts that are non-relevant and can be easily dismissed, which in turn brings an operational efficiency challenge because you need people to review these alerts. So it's this quality thing and the, the lack of completeness brings a challenge which ended up, it has a financial result, let's say. So that's this operational efficiency item. Do these challenges vary by jurisdiction around the world? Not really. Not really. I think there are nuances here between uh, different uh, jurisdictions, but overall regulations are similar in nature. Uh, Channels are the same. Work from home is similar. Requirements are similar. Overall, it's globalization, I think, in its best because everyone wants to trade and communicate with everyone. So they all basically, it was all benchmarked towards the same set of requirements which makes everything very simple and very easy for a company like us, but also for uh, financial firms. How did the pandemic impact the way organizations communicate and exchange information? As you can understand, uh, the level of the electronic communication has grown or scaled dramatically. Microsoft was announcing, I think last year, that comparing to March 2020, uh, comparing December 2020 to March 2020, there was like 100 times more chats in their Teams channel or in their Teams service, which is dramatic. So much more communication or many more communications, both internal and external. That's one item. The other part is... I would say compliance work has been significantly impacted, right? Compliance executives or professionals could no longer walk the floor. And it's not intimidating, but showing presence, right? Showing presence in front of people. They couldn't do it anymore. They were blind sitting at home. So they need to review things, review the work or do their compliance oversight in digital tools change the way that they work. On the other hand, we we have to say that as well, in order to monetize the market, 
in a better way and to use or to leverage the volatility in the markets, we saw financial firms allowing or approving different communication channels that might have not been approved in a daily, in a, I will, let's call it a normal authorization process. And that's leading to much faster and, and I would say, easier way of uh, approving or adapting different communication, different communication channels these days. So that's one of the main impacts. As we return to an in-office centric workplace again, do you expect any changes to the record-keeping challenges associated with working remotely? I don't forecast change in the way that regulated firms are handling a record keeping or record management, let's call it, which it's the same before and after. There's simply much more of the volume is much bigger. I think that we are, uh, we will slowly see the requirements also apply on retail. Retail banking or retail within financial services will have to adopt record management or record keeping challenges, and they will have to address them from different reasons, both regularity, but also conduct-related uh, conduct uh, reasons. Do you anticipate greater regulatory scrutiny of communications in a post-pandemic environment? Absolutely, yes. And we started seeing that already. But just to say, to say the obvious, in the beginning of pandemic, regulators were very, they understand that something major is happening here. By the way, they were facing the same challenges of remote working and and being blind in some cases, and the need to move to the cloud, by the way. So they were providing a bit of a slack to all the regulated firms in, by the way, in all jurisdictions. And we are talking, we saw that with global regulators, but soon after, and with, uh, let's say, much more intensity in the beginning of 21, we starting to see increasing enforcement and increasing oversight requirements that the regulators are pushing towards the regulated firms. And we just saw like a few weeks ago with the SEC that they open multiple inquiries into some of the Wall Street banks and really going, starting to be a proactive in this approach towards the regulators because they all understand that, first of all, this is something that here's to stay, right? Remote work, remote communication. But also many of the work that's being done is done via electronic channels. So yes, the answer is absolutely yes. And we're starting to see it happening already. How do you see these various developments affecting corporate legal departments? I hope, and I think that we start seeing it, that the legal departments, or let's say the e-discovery team and the overall legal department in firms are starting to get uh, the understanding that they can do a bit or they can get a bit more proactiveness rather than reactive approach in their day-to-day work. So for example, if they used to get into an inquiry, an internal investigation or an internal inquiry uh, only upon you know, an official request or only upon a deal or something that happens and then they are requesting the data, perhaps they can start adding monitoring or sniffing and to monitor specific terms or specific uh, behaviors that they saw a similar case with their within the firm or with uh, a similar corporate happening a few days, few months, few years backwards. So they can be a little bit more proactive towards what they are looking for 
rather than only when something happened to be able to investigate it. So I hope yeah, the data is there, the technology is there, compliance individuals are starting to use it. It's starting to be more present, the AI, the analytical capabilities, the accuracy is improving, the ability to forecast things, the ability to be really to be to do this proactive monitoring rather than reactive review. The capabilities are there and they are improving dramatically. And I believe this will allow also the legal departments to embed these capabilities and technologies in their day-to-day work, which is it also been digitalized over the year. But I would say being able to take it to the next level and adapt technologies that are already in the bank. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Shiran Weitzman, the co-founder and CEO of Shield an Israel-based regtech software company that focuses on workplace intelligence for compliance professionals. Shiran, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.